0: It's sure good to be here tonight and uh, I thank the Lord for the privilege and uh, we got Brother Trey here with us tonight uh, looking forward to hearing him preaching in a little while and uh, got these singers uh, here tonight uh, I called sister Janine and I said I got you on my heart like if you'd come sing bring your whole group and voice and that she did and I appreciate uh, Janine and Penny and Billy and Darla appreciate them appreciate Brother Ken Hoskins being here appreciate Blaine Becky being here, and I appreciate Linda being here, and the fellows at uh, Brother Doug and I believe that's Elmer up there right with him. I uh, appreciate these guys, and it's good to be here. I'm glad I'm here. I have a scripture that I'd like to share. It's uh, very familiar, but it's, it's precious to me. It's in the 18th Psalm, and it sounds like David's uh, testimony. It sounds like his experience, and it sounds like mine. And I'll give you just a little of it, two verses. Uh, in the 18th Psalm, verses 5 and 6, the sorrows of hell compassed me about the snares of death prevented me in my distress i called upon the lord and cried unto my god well i can remember that moment when i was so distressed and in sin and uh, looking at going to hell and i cried unto the lord in my distress i called upon the lord and cried unto my god he heard my voice out of his temple and my cry came before him, even into his ears. So I'm telling you, God can hear you. And so I'd like to uh, have a word of prayer, and then we'll turn over to these singers and have them come. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for letting us be here tonight. And thank you for each one that's here, Lord. Uh, Lord, we pray for this service, and we pray for the singers, and pray for the preacher, and pray for each of us so we might get right in the service where we need to be in our place. And God, for uh, the few folks that we were expecting to be here that didn't get to make it, God, we pray for them. Uh, God, you know the circumstances, and you know the need, and you know their heart. And, God, we just pray uh, because, Lord, uh, there's some folks out there that we've got a real burden for. And so, God, we pray, and we ask you to help us tonight and help them. Uh, God, just bless this service with your sweet Holy Spirit. We ask you these things in Jesus' name and for all our sakes, and amen. And so, if y'all just like come on.
1: Like the leave a request to um, Bill. has a very good friend that had a stroke and has blame, brain bleed, bad shape, and the church to help us pray for him. And I am going to thank the church for praying for my friend. I talked to her today, and uh, they weren't able to do what they wanted to do, and she's got to go back in three weeks and have it done. But she said uh, she appreciated the prayers, and for us to, she asked me to. Continued pray for her. <laughs> I have walked through nights that held no hope and felt so all alone. I have seen how fast a life can change with the ringing of the phone. But God knows what you're looking for. He cares, he loves, he sees. We can call the power of heaven down by getting on our knees. (coughs) I believe there's a place to go where we can leave our burdens that we bear. I believe that we can walk into the throne room and be heard. On the name of Jesus, he is there. I believe he truly knows our hearts. I believe, I believe in prayer. When the world that you're surrounded by treats you less than kind, and no matter how you search for peace, confusion's all you find we have a special source of hope that we should not ignore just pick up the broken pieces and bring them to the lord i believe there's a place to go where we can leave our burdens at The wrong, wrong room, and- and- I
0: thank the Lord for these singers and I appreciate those songs they've blessed me and helped me and now we got some more folks here that sings and uh, can sing and do sing and the rest of you's got a song on your heart he's welcome if you do just so come ahead before we turn over to if you've got one on your heart all right. Well, we turn over to uh he may have something he wants to sing before he preaches and of course he he knows he's home he can feel every liberty and uh if he wants to drive somebody to help him, he can. <laughs> Come on.
2: Say it's good to be at Lima tonight, and I uh, don't. Can I touch this, Doug? Am I gonna be in trouble? You, you can hear me good, and and uh, say it's good to be here, and. and uh, love the Lord, thankful for everything He's He's done for me, and and I believe I can thank Him for everything He's going to do for me. Amen. He's He's that good, and and uh, if you want to look with me in, in uh in the Scripture, I'm going to look to the first chapter of the Book of Romans, and uh, that's Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, and in the Book of Romans, and um, uh, I love this Scripture It's some very familiar Scripture, and and you pray. I, I want to get comfortable and. And uh, just wait on the Lord. I I can't preach without him. And uh, I I told mom and dad today, I said, if I can preach what God has shown me, I know it'll work. And sometimes I feel that way. If I can get it out the way God's given it to me, I know it'll help you because it helped me today. And um, I I began to search. And grandpa had asked me a few days ago if I was going to be here, if I'd come preach. I said, I'm I'm willing to try. And um, uh, on this road, I've been preaching uh, just a few weeks ago, I hit 11 years, and I'll never forget when I walked right in front up here at the end of a Wednesday night service. And, and so I feel God's called me to preach. And, and the church, they prayed for me and, and helped me in every way they could and encouraged me. Uh, and the times I'd get up and I'd feel in my heart, that was the worst thing that anybody ever did in church. And somebody came around and they say, You helped me tonight. And and I'm thankful because that encouraged me and helped me to, to keep going. Um, uh, so many times growing up, uh, my, my parents, and I, I know I preach about them a lot because they taught me so much and, and and a lot of the things they said to me, and, and they tried to be godly parents. I'm thankful for that. And I say that when they're not here, and I'll say it when they are here. I, I appreciate them for that. Um, but so many times, uh, I would do something wrong, and that's the stuff I remember more than the stuff I did good. And, and Mom's shaking her head at me tonight, and they're saying, We remember those things too, son. And, uh, but I'm thankful that, that God sees our victories and he sees our, our failures. He knows how to help us. Um, but so many times, uh, mom, it seems I would hear this more from her when I would do something wrong. She'd say, you ought to be ashamed. And, uh, I want to tell you tonight, um, the only thing I'm ashamed of is what you look at right here. And, um, I want to, will share this and I'll read the scripture and maybe it'll make more sense to you tonight. Um. A lot of times I'd I'd like to joke around, and and Dad would always encourage me. He said one of the best forms of of humor, he said, is self-deprecating humor. That means to make a joke at your own expense instead of at the expense of somebody else. And uh, tonight, uh, I want to not only show you how good God is, but I want to show you how bad that I am. And and I'll show you that, and, and, and I'll say this, and I believe this is Scripture. If you'll see how bad I am you'll see how bad you are in this flesh. And you say, that, that's mighty uh, strong. But I believe that's true. The, the Bible tells us there's none good, no, not one. But I'm glad that Jesus was good enough. He's able to, to help us and He's able to save us. And I want to tell you about some of those things. But in the, in the first chapter of the book of Romans, and I want to read maybe the first few verses, then I'm going to go to verse 15 and 16, which is really where my heart is at. And uh, it says in verse 1, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. And, and I'm glad he was willing to be separated for a greater cause than himself. He, he allowed God to uh, pull him away from his own ideologies, his own ideas, and his own uh, wants of life so that God could use him. And I want to be that way. If we're going to be good Christians, we've got to be separated from the world. And I believe that's still true today. And, and the world, they want to take the things of the church and they want to incorporate them in. But all it does is make the things that the, the church should be using. And when, they, when the world takes it it makes them dirty, it doesn't make them more clean. And we need to be uh, sure to keep the things of God holy and in their place. And so in verse uh, number 2 it says, which He had promised afore by His prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning His Son... Jesus Christ our Lord. Let me say, uh, Paul was just uh, three verses in and he's already mentioned Jesus Christ two times. And if I'm going to preach anything to you tonight, it'll be Jesus Christ and and Him crucified and the things that He has done for you and I and how they benefit us and how that uh, we should never be ashamed of His gospel. And so uh, let me read just one more verse, or let me finish that one. It says, uh, Concerning His Son Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David
3: according to the flesh and declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Now,
2: if you would go with me uh, to verse number 15, and, and I'll read 15 and 16, and, and we'll uh, pray that God will bless us to be able to preach, and, and I want to be a help
3: tonight. He says, so, as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also, Paul said, I want to come be with you. He said, I know you're not Jews, you're Gentiles, but uh, I'm going to come and I'm going to do everything that is within my power and what God gives me. You see, that's where the true power comes from. We can't work it up, but when God grants it from on high, we've got power to do some things in His name. And I'll say, if I ever preach, it's got to be in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. It's got to be uh, in the name. And, And I've heard so many preachers, they get... It up, they say, Lord, hide me behind the cross. And, and I would to God you wouldn't even see me, that you'd get uh, the picture of Trey Brock out of your mind, and the preaching would fill your heart and fill your ears that you'd see Jesus a little clearer. Uh, that maybe if you're uh, not in a spot that you're serving Him to your full capabilities and, and everything that's in your heart. And I love a scripture, another one mom would quote to me a lot. She'd say, whatsoever you do, do it heartily. And Jesus was saying Give your full heart to the things that you're going to do. And I believe you've got to be doing the things God would give you to do. And when you do that, you say, well, preacher, that's just a circle. You've got to do what God gives and give it back to Him. It's like the measure of faith. God gives us the faith to believe in Him that we can be saved. For what is in me, let me say it this way, I'm ready to preach the gospel at Lyman Missionary Baptist Church tonight. And I'm glad for that. But verse uh, number 16 is really where I want to get. To and i've got a few things on my heart about this he said for i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god listen to this unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek, and, and I wanna start, uh, maybe with a, a quote, and you'll say, who's that quote by? I'm just gonna say, it, it's one of my own. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that, but that's alright. The only thing I have to be ashamed of is my very own flesh that is rotten to the core and made of sinful man. And so I want you to remember that tonight, that in me there's nothing good. Uh, the only thing I've got to be ashamed of is me. You say, well preacher, what do you mean? Uh, God took away my sin and He's still working on me. I'm thankful for sanctification that we could become like Him and become holy even in this man. Uh, but I'll say, no matter how good you think uh, my flesh may be or how uh, somebody you've got on a pedestal that you say, oh, I want to be a Christian like them uh, to this outward man. Uh, he's nothing better than rotten old rags. He's nothing better of uh, what the psalmist said. My righteousness is as filthy rags that are unclean. And I believe uh, David McGregor says it this way, my own righteousness, you can pile it up and it's still a stench before God. And when it comes up to Him, He says, that's not going to do. It won't work. But when I get in His Spirit and He comes in and I move by faith, He says, that's what pleases me. If we're going to be a church today during the midst of a pandemic when the world's Shut down uh, when the economy uh, is in turmoil. We've got to have faith. And I'll say today, it takes Jesus to have faith. And if you're going to have faith, a uh, faith is of uh, putting your trust in something. You've got to place your faith in something greater than you and I. And when we do that, uh, God can have a free reign in our lives. And that's why we're still seeing people saved when we're gathering in small numbers of uh, people we're being saved at home. Uh, But I want to tell you, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Uh, Preacher, uh, what do you mean? Let me show you uh, some things that happen uh, when we're ashamed of the gospel. Let me break down some of the gospel for you today. And I want to say, uh, the very first thing that came to my mind when I thought about the gospel uh, was the creation of the world. You say, preacher, how could you start there? Uh, Without creation, uh, you and I never uh, would have existed uh, without creation. And on the first day uh, He spoke it into existence of the heaven and the earth. Uh, Then He spoke the seas and the fishes and the fowl of the air. And He put them into being. And on the sixth day He made man and breathed life into Him. And so if you are ashamed of the gospel, you are ashamed of the creation. And let me say this today. Uh, God spoke so clear to me. He said if you are ashamed of creation, every Everything you see has been created by God. You're also ashamed of your own self. And I'll say today, if we're going to be a good Christian people, we've got to reject our own selves so God can have free reign. I'll say today, my own flesh is dirty and rotten to the core. Oh, but Jesus is still bright. He's still pure and He's still clean. I'm glad I'm not ashamed of Him. He wasn't ashamed of me Oh, um, we'll get there. And the next thing I want to preach to you about, if you're ashamed of the gospel, if you're not living it, you're ashamed of the convicting power of uh, that God is God. Oh, uh, when the preaching comes and this good pastor, let me tell you today, you don't know how good you've got it. I've been to church after church. Oh, uh, the pastor didn't care. Oh, uh, the pastor, I uh, wouldn't preach because somebody was mad at him. And I'm telling you today you get mad at this man you better watch your steps I'm preaching the truth today God will remove the candlestick out of this church he'll make it in such a way you'll be begging for what you had I'm telling you today you better be praying for conviction from the pulpit and when you do lost sinners will see their sin and they'll come under repentance that not preach that. that. came right on the spot. That'll still work today. Uh, you better be careful. There were some people got after her, old Daniel and they got him in trouble but guess what he did? He bowed his head and said God I need you more than I'm afraid of these men that are after me. And they threw him in the lion's den and God shut the mouth of the lion and he protected God's man. And if you're going to be a good Christian I'll stand on the authority of God's word Word, and it'll carry you through. And you won't have to be ashamed of the conviction. Let me show you today. Of so many times when conviction comes. And I remember several places in the church house when somebody would preach here at Lima. I oftentimes think about when I got saved. I remember a few times oh, we sat in the back. Maybe Olivia was little and was crying. I remember those things. And God would convict me. And a lot of times I've seen it. of People get... Real sad when they get convicted. I've seen them get real angry. I've heard stories of people going and just drinking it away or trying to drown it in something else. But God doesn't convict us so that we die and go to hell. He said, I didn't come that the world would be lost, but that the world would be saved. I'm glad today for conviction. I'm glad that He shows us our sin. And I'll show you if you don't believe in conviction, the conviction comes from God's law, His holy law and we've got the Ten Commandments and that God gave it to Moses and it convicts us, even lost people and people that profess to be atheists, they'll agree with most of this, they've got a general idea, but I'm talking more than just a general idea, Jesus came and spoke it to my heart and showed me I was lost without Him and when He showed me I was lost, He showed me i could be saved Uh, so be careful if you're ashamed of the gospel you may become ashamed of the convicting power And if you're going to choose your own way over conviction, you know what conviction is? It's drawn a line. uh, showing you where you need to be. And it'll bring you right to Calvary. Uh, But if you transgress it, if you say, I'm going my own way, once again, you are choosing your own self over the man uh, that was created. I'm talking about the flesh. Uh, God put him here on earth uh, to save you and I, not that we would be lost, that all would come unto repentance, penance. I believe maybe today somebody watching on Facebook or uh, somebody listening in. Uh, God's working on them. I believe you can preach salvation. Uh, I believe it still works today. He's still saving of a pulse that I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Any other gospel uh, do away with it and hold on to the gospel of Jesus. Oh, so we need to reject ourselves. Uh, are you seeing yet uh, Romans. 3.23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You, and what we do, we judge others by a higher standard and we're subjective in our own ways. Oh, but when I apply God's Word to my heart and to my life, it convicts me. What Christians are missing today is the application of God's Word to their own life, not to somebody else. Apply it to me, O oh Lord, and try the reins of my and let me be found doing your work that somebody would be saved but if I'm ashamed of the gospel of Christ all that is lost don't be ashamed of him today and the next thing uh, that I find uh, is uh, the grace of God I believe if we're ashamed of the gospel and if I was to go back and and try and recant uh, God saving my soul and I'll say this it wouldn't undo it it maybe would confuse some people, uh, because I've stood and preached His Word, uh, but all it would do, it would be saying, I'm ashamed of the Gospel. Uh, But if you're ashamed of Him, you've got to be ashamed of the very grace that sets you free from sin. You've got to be ashamed of the Jesus that came down and walked in the law and walked among man. I'm telling you today, if you're ashamed of the grace of God, uh, what have you got to offer? Uh, What are you claiming? You've got To claim your own works, and if you're claiming your own works, all you're doing is climbing your way into a devil's hell of a by the grace of God. Hope, oh, For moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. Of oh, a worse sin did abound. Grace did much more abound. He's alive today. Don't be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Don't be ashamed of His grace. It's still saving today. Be ashamed of your flesh. I look way back. At the very beginning, God created and I put Adam and Eve there in the garden. And it wasn't too long. They'd taken of the fruit of that tree and they ate of it. And you know what happened? They realized their nakedness. That's something you and I ought to be ashamed of. It's when we're living in the flesh. Sinning and going whatever way. We ought to realize there should be some shame within us to reject this man oh, but there Adam and Eve they realized their nakedness and cover themselves and the scripture said they were ashamed and God said why would you hide they said we were naked oh, but without the gospel oh, without Jesus coming down we'd have nothing and Paul said if I only have hope of this life in Jesus Christ I am of all men most miserable he said but I've got a better home I've got another place. I'm looking forward to going to. Uh, two more will be done. Uh, the next one, if you're ashamed of the gospel of Christ, you're ashamed of the Savior. You're ashamed of Jesus. Uh, let me tell you today, my friend, if you've ever been ashamed of anything, uh, don't let it be Jesus Christ. Uh, let it be your own flesh. Uh, the more I see about all of humanity, uh, the more I see uh, that all the way from my great, great, great granddaddy, his name was Adam. I still believe that today. I've got to preach this. Uh, Just give me a moment. Uh, They're teaching your kids in in school today Uh, that you evolved. Uh, You crawled out of the sea. You were once an amoeba. Uh, At one point, uh, you were some plant that evolved into that amoeba and you crawled out of the sea. And at some point, you evolved and God gave you lungs. Or that you evolved into lungs and you evolved into having uh, blood vessels and blood and a heart. And they'll tell you, uh, they evolved into an ape somewhere and that you evolved and you became a man and that's where it started but I believe in creation I believe that God has spoken into existence and by him I was created and he said that Adam was the son of God Uh, but he failed and what we lost in the first Adam we regained in the last Adam, the man Jesus Christ Eyes. I don't know why I had to preach that, uh, but you need to be watching, be listening for your children. Whoever's listening tonight, I'll go ahead and tell you. You know what part of the problem is? Uh, we go to school, and I still think about it, about seven and a half to eight hours a day, uh, five days a week. That's 40 hours. And we won't bring our kids to church on Wednesdays. When it's open, I know we're shut down. Uh, but right now, you ought to be watching. You need spiritual food. And then we won't bring them to Sunday school. Because uh, Sunday school's too long, we can't give an hour uh, to let our children learn about Jesus. We can't come. Oh, the preacher's too old. Oh, the preacher's too young. He's too long winded. He don't preach long enough. Oh, let go of the chains that bind you and quit being ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ and take up the mantle and march on. We've got victory that is ours for the claiming don't be ashamed of the Savior I don't know how I got there out of that but I'm going to preach it uh, just like it is I'm not going to back off of it tonight uh, because uh, if you begin to back off can I walk down front is that okay? I don't want to spit on nobody get nobody sick Uh, but listen today Uh, what happens when we begin to become ashamed our people begin to see something in us uh, that they were looking for you know what? the world is waiting on you to hit that stone Block. They're waiting on you to uh, to catch yourself and fall flat on your face. And I'll say when I've sinned, that's what happens every time. Uh, and that's why I'm so ashamed of this man. Are you seeing how dirty I am yet? Have you figured it out? There's nothing good in me. I was once dead, uh, but now I'm alive. And Paul said I am. Uh, I was dead, but I'm I was crucified with Christ. He said, nevertheless, now I live. Oh, but here's a good part but not I but Christ that lives in me that's the good part take the good out of the bad and you won't be ashamed of the gospel but people are watching and people are waiting let me share this uh, years ago and I've told this here before uh, and mom and dad and I shared it with them uh, uh, some of these stories uh, they never would let us miss church uh, to go to a soccer game or a baseball game and I remember one time on a Sunday morning we had a game that was so early it was at 7am I got to go to the game and still came to church and, and, I, and my teammates knew if we had a game around 10 o'clock on Sunday I wasn't going to be there they me to Sunday school. I mean, listen to what happened. Uh, one of my buddies, his name was Tanner, and we had uh, we went out to eat on Saturday night, and they were talking about the game. They said, Trey won't be here. I said, yeah, I'll be here. I said, it's early enough. And he began to ask. He said, He said I thought you had church. I thought you were going to be at church. How are you going to be here? I said, I can make both. Uh, they were watching. They knew something. I was different about me? I wanted them to see. I wasn't ashamed of the God. The gospel of Christ. Uh, because it reached way down. It reached down to the guttermost, And it saved to the uttermost. Uh, because that's where I was at. In sin. I was vile. And Paul said I am wretched. And these modern philosophers today want to tell you how good you are. And I'm not here to just tell you you're a bad person. That's not it. But this flesh is something to be ashamed of. Keep it under subjection. And allow the Savior. And I'm telling you, I've not even got to preach about Him yet. Uh, but He came. And he, he put on a body of flesh. And don't you think for a minute that God uh, sent Him as a secondary substitute. He was number one. He was the only choice. He was the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Uh, preacher, I don't believe it. Uh, turn over to Colossians. And it said it, uh, that the Lord uh, blessed Him that He had the fullness. That means every of the Godhead of bodily that all the Trinity it rested on Him. And you know why it's so good? Over there in John I believe it is it said that God did not like, give him spirit by measure. And I'll explain it this way. He didn't just like, pour a little of the cup out. He didn't say well I'll just give him a tablespoon. He turned the cup upside down and gave him all the spirit. He poured it out on him. And you say "Pray." What does that have to do with me? Why should I be excited about that? Because God gave it all to His Son. And He gave His Son to you and me that we could be saved and no longer be ashamed of the Gospel. I don't want to be ashamed. I want to stand and proclaim His Word uh, from beginning to end. Uh, Whatever He gives me to preach. And you pray for your Oh, That's so strong on me tonight. You better pray for this man. You don't know. I want you to think of this just for a moment. I'll add up every one of your problems. You've got three seconds. i add them all up. And now, I want you to multiply them by 1,100. That's how many people we've got on the books here at Lima. 1,100. And now, imagine if every single one of those problems was brought up and put on a silver platter. And they said, here you go, Terry. Go ahead and handle it. Go ahead and take care of it for me. You know why he's been pastoring uh, for 45 years. How he's endured it is because he's not been ashamed of the gospel. He's looked to Calvary. I can't hardly breathe. He looked to Calvary all these years and said, I'll not be ashamed. My God's bigger than I am. And that's how he's endured. So you better pray uh, for this man that's got pre-existing conditions. Still coming to the church house. And preaching. And don't you forget about his uh, darling of a wife. Uh, Linda Brock. She's there taking care of him. Uh, when he's at home. And he's got every problem laid on him. And he's trying to point you. Right back to the altar. Where God said. My gospel came down. In the form of my son. And he walked among men. And now you can be saved. And so this Jesus. That was born. Beaten in your place, that was up pierced in your place, hung on a cross to die in your place. He came. And if you're ashamed of the gospel, you're ashamed of Him. And you know what He said over in Matthew 10 and 33. He said, but whosoever shall deny me before men, I shall deny him in front of my Father. And I'm telling you, that's about salvation. If you don't accept Him, because you love the praise of men more than the praise of God. And back over there in, in John, I believe that's where that's at. And I wrote, I wrote my own name in there. I signed it to me. I said, Trey Brock, don't you ever love darkness more than the light. You live in the light of God and He'll bless you and to travel on. Even when sorrow comes, you can walk unashamed of the gospel. And Paul said for what's in me, if you've been saved, I want you to raise your hand now if you've been saved, you've got what it takes to lead somebody to Jesus. And because if you've got salvation, you've got Jesus. And if you've got Jesus, you've got a testimony. And if you've got Him, you've got the Spirit. And that's what it takes to witness that somebody could hear. Now let me be in a hurry I'm coming to a close. The last thing not to be ashamed of and if you are ashamed of the gospel it means you are ashamed of this is the church. Let me tell you my friend, don't uh, these walls, I, I love these walls and I got to preach about them last time I was here and I told you about how the men and women that gathered in in their homes and built a little church over there and then they built Albert Street and then we gathered enough money to build this church and paid it all off. and people saying we couldn't do it uh, people came to this pastor and said no uh, we, we don't need to do that uh, but he said and he talked them through and said we need enough room that when all your family gets saved they'll have a place to come and that when all of your family's family gets saved they'll have a place to come and, and I don't know if this will ever happen I hope it does I hope we've got to tear this church down and build a bigger one. Oh, preacher you don't believe that I'm telling you that's the gospel we want there to be enough room for everybody. And if we've got to set out chairs, let's start setting them out. And when that time comes, uh, God will know what to do. And if we need a mission over in Elida, we'll put one there. If we need one down in Sydney, we'll put one there. I hope we grow big enough. We've got to split off and have a smaller congregations and they'll build it up. God's church is meant to multiply. Not to add, oh but don't be ashamed of the church. You know what happened when you're ashamed of the church your attendance will be non-existent oh and I'm I'm afraid today there's some people uh, that that's where they're stumped up at that's what they've got caught up on is that they can't come to the house of God uh, because somebody said something to them I'm telling you that just aggravates me anymore uh, because when I look at what Jesus did and all that he endured preacher I get anxiety in big crowds don't you think Jesus had a little anxiety when they were beating him over the back and they took the cat of nine tails and put glass in the end of it and rocks in the end of it and struck it over his back and ripped open his side and beat him to where he was unrecognizable to the human eye. But you know who recognized him? The almighty church of the land of the free. I'm not talking about America. I'm not talking about Israel. I'm talking about About the church. They recognized him because they were a part of him. Don't you know? Let me say this and we'll come to a close. I'm I'm almost done. That when you become a part of the church it says that he is the head of the church and you are the body and I'm saying today I love that song it says if if we're the body why aren't his hands reaching out oh, do, you, do you see that I want to be the hands reaching out to somebody that's lost and dying if we're the body why aren't our feet going 100 miles an hour to help somebody out I, I'm telling you why isn't our heart beating in the same pattern as his we need to get on course because if you're ashamed, you know what it all comes down to. The reason I preach this whole message. If you're ashamed of the gospel, you're ushering people right into hell. You're sending them up to that place where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Let me quote somebody who has gone on to be with the Lord far greater of a man than I'll ever be. His name was Ellis Hoskins. And they told told me this story. He'd sometimes get preaching about hell he said you know what would do us good if God would lift off the lid of hell uh, for about 30 seconds oh we'd all have something to thank him for I'm not going to hell that's enough not to be ashamed of the gospel uh, because he saved me uh, bought me redeemed me and one day will deliver me uh, from this wretched man and he'll carry me on home and that that will be the end of faith because I'll see Him face to face. i preach, so I can't talk no more. Come get a song. Ladies, whoever you want to come, uh, somebody, I'm telling you, if you're at home, I know we've got a small crowd here, uh, but if you're listening and you say, I'm ashamed, I've been ashamed before, uh, you can come back to Him and He'll allow you uh, to enter back into His graces. Don't be ashamed of these things. Don't be ashamed of the Gospel uh, because it is the power of God, that's where the power is. Is where the gospels at, and the church is the holding place of the gospel. That candlestick that holds up the light that says, "Come on home," and if you do that, people will be saved, and your life will be better for it. Ladies saying, if you would, Grandpa, uh, I know we ain't got nobody here. Come stand by me. Is that alright? Uh, I, I believe uh, that works today. Don't be ashamed. I don't want to be ashamed of him. He was never ashamed of me when he was dying. Oh, when he was in pain. You say, well, he was God. He didn't feel no pain. Oh, I beg to differ. I believe he felt every bit of pain that was given to him. He wouldn't take anything that would numb it. Uh, he rejected the vinegar and the wine he rejected that so he could feel every pain in your place he took every bit of it and he nailed it to a cross that you could live and no longer be ashamed don't be ashamed of it kneel at your house get down by the bed get down by the couch get down in your car bow your head and say God I need you help me not to be ashamed oh that's it today I'm not ashamed of him his gospel is real to me he proved it to me when he saved me
2: Oh, he took a sinner black with stain
3: dipped him in red blood and and made him white that's the whole that's what he did for me thank God he's real I'm glad I'm not ashamed of him but greater yet I'm glad he wasn't ashamed of me
1: I'm on I can't complain Of this life I have lived for If the you're going to Lord heaven You're on your way home me,
0: If you're not saved you're, you're not on your way face, home Hell's not home
1: reside in sweet peace
0: Amen Somebody out there I Needs to seek the Lord get to Thankful for the preaching And the, the singing
1: Savior's
0: And feeling face. the Lord Seeking. I'm on my way home. I'm
1: I'm waiting to be called
0: away. Are you on your way home? Are you saved? Trust the Lord.
1: Till that homecoming day. Amen. There forever with Jesus I will be, for I will live eternally. I'm on my way home.
0: said, I'll say it again, I appreciate the preaching. Thank the Lord for trading the message. I appreciate these singers. Thank the Lord for these songs and feeling the Lord tonight. I appreciate that. I'm glad I'm saved and I'm, I'm glad when I'm doing what I'm supposed to and uh, in my right mind and my right heart, I'm glad I'm not ashamed of that gospel. What uh, really covers a lot of ground. We need to be careful and uh uh, and trey covered this but i am going to sum it up this way we can say we're not ashamed of the gospel but if our actions don't show that we're not ashamed of the gospel then we're being ashamed of the gospel uh i've talked to people before and uh, they talk like well i know i ought to do better but i'm not doing too bad and i know i ought to go to church but uh, i will one of these days Uh, I just got other things on my mind right now, I got some important things I need to do. And, uh, it seems like, and, uh, uh, I, Linda and I talked about this, uh, maybe today, maybe yesterday, it seems like of all the things in the world, it's going on. If somebody wants to find something that's easy to skip or forget about or abandon or neglect, it's going to church, you know uh and i've used this example for this fits in what you preach Uh, a lot of people have got jobs if they've got jobs uh if they keep that job very long they have to go have to go to work pretty regular uh you know you couldn't miss too many days just skipping but if you skip serving the lord you're missing out more than you'd miss out on if you skip your job and so anyway i appreciate the message and uh boy covered covered a lot of things wow And it's good to be here tonight. Anybody got something on your heart? You might have something, a testimony or something you want to say anybody. Or another song. Just do what you feel like tonight. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Appreciate that testimony. Someone else? Anything else you want to say? It's good to be here. Good to have you. Thank you for coming. Appreciate you. If nothing else, uh, we're already all standing in the last blame, we dismiss. pray dismissal.